Welcome back, people. It is episode seven of season four of the Taxi Squad podcast. You'll be hearing this February 15th. We are currently recording this on February 14th. Happy V-Day. Yeah, hopefully you we... do it. What he said. <laughs> we got a lot to get into today. Um, strange and unusual topics. There are some people who are deflecting blame. There's a sweet little puppy that we have to mourn. And waste management's an absolute shit show. People getting let in for free. And of course, Super Bowl talk. It's the Taxi Squad podcast. Come on, everybody, celebrate. The Taxi Squad is here today. So lose the blues, kick back and relax for now. We talk about sports and stupid stuff. Probably wrong and it might be wrong. So welcome back. It's the Tussie Squad. Yeah. Vince. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, dude. I hope you're having a sweet day with your sweet yeah. one. Um, did yeah. you think, hey, it's Valentine's Day. I want to spend an extended amount of time with Vince today. Because I know you did. I was like, who's the sweetest boy in my life? It's got to be Mike. I'm really excited about this. Yeah, so obviously I'm alone on Valentine's Day, but you're not. (laughs) Well, to the point, I was a wise man, and I took my uh, wife and the old lady out to dinner last evening. Nice. Um, We spent a lovely evening together celebrating the day of Valentine. Um, And, you know, this day has a special meaning. Uh, because tomorrow or the day you're listening to this is actually the seven year anniversary of my Aww. wife and I dating. So, um, yeah, no big deal. Right. Can we get an uh, awe in the chat, please. Can we get aww. an awe? <laughs> yeah. She hasn't killed me yet. So it's yeah. really good. And we're, uh, we're very happy to be here. It's, it's a journey, man. You know, there's life's ups and downs. You got to stick with it through at all and she's been with me through thick and thin and supports me and all this crazy shit i choose to do in life so i am uh, very blessed i can only dream i can only hope and no better person to look to to frame my future relationships behind so thanks buddy now shout out to kylie reed yeah shout shout out out to the queen of kylie reed and that's the last nice thing I'm going to say to you today. I want to make well, that go fuck clear. yourself. I want to make that clear. That's about it. That's all I have in my uh, in my. <laughs> what do you call it? The clip? Yeah, that's all I have in my clip. Sorry, I'm not a gun that's guy. All... <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What is it? A magazine? I don't know. You know, I I, I, I don't use them. So <laughs> I don't use those guns. I don't use um, those things. Either way, though, enjoy your Valentine's Day. I hope you have Thanks. a wonderful time with your love if you haven't done it yet and then obviously i know you did now onto some shit that's pretty strange yeah Yeah, let's talk about some strange shit vince um john feliciano if you are on the twitterverse or if you were on instagram often you probably saw this already isn't it x now isn't it x yeah but like i kind of hate that you know like saying like i saw it on x it's like it's weird right down with the birds yeah, I like Twitter. I'm going to keep calling it Twitter. I don't know if I'm supposed to or not, but whatever. Um, yeah, John Feliciano it. is a guard for the San Francisco 49ers, which we all now know lost the Super Bowl 
We're going to go through that in a moment. But John Feliciano here has caught some fire. Yeah. Uh, the first thing, and there's two things for this. This is why it's an extra strange and extra unusual. Um, the first thing, he blamed his teammate, Spencer Burford, Burford, for missing the block Burford. on Chris Jones in OT. That's probably it. Um, I will read the transcript, and then we can give our thoughts after it. So Feliciano was in a conversation on Twitter with, you know, people on Twitter or X or whatever. said, a quick chop is not needed if the guy that was supposed to block him blocks him. Speaking about Chris Jones. Spencer Burford comes on and says, sheesh, I opened up my app to this. Get well soon, bro. Remember, teammate. John Feliciano, I'm sorry, bro. I woke up hungover and being a bitch. I'm trying to have one's back. I hurt you. I effed up, and I apologize. You got nothing but greatness ahead of you. I'm sorry, bro. So that's the first one. My thoughts on that are, yeah, emotional. Yeah, probably hungover from sad drinking. At least he called himself a bitch about it, you know? He Because he was. Like, what do you— Well, yeah, but at least he could admit it, right? Yeah. I guess we've so, all acted like, like a bitch sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I have plenty of time. There's, there's no doubt about it. And like admitting yeah. blame is great and all that, but I don't know, man. Like, there's things on Twitter. If you just start airing out your grievances on Twitter, like, what are we doing? He's a grown yeah, this, man. How old is this dude? He's thirty in his mid. Okay, so he's my age. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I would never go on the internet's, you know, regardless of how hungover I was, and being like, boo hoo, poor me. I'm a yeah. millionaire to block people. If I'm hungover, I don't want it to be anywhere near social media. It gives me super no. hangover anxiety. Super hangover anxiety. Yeah. Half the time I just go on to those things anymore and just look at like, oh, fuck, what did I post from last night? Yep, exactly. Or who did and, I text? And now it's like, especially after losing the Super Bowl, you probably should just stay off of social media in general. Because, yeah. I mean, and this isn't our strange and unusual, but Brandon Ayuk and his friend or brother or whatever it was, that whole thing, airing out grievances, we only got the ball three times. Legereus Knee, that's why you only got the ball three times. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, listen, I mean, Brandon Ayuk has clearly made his case. If we're going to talk about it. Brandon Ayuk has made a case that he's wide receiver one this season. He had a great mm-hmm. year. Brock Purdy targeted him a lot. Yeah. But to your point, I mean, Ladarius Knee's an absolute dog at the position. And, you know, that play, we'll break it down a little bit, but that play, that block isn't mixed. Ayuk is open and, yep. like, wide open in the end zone. Yeah. So I, I understand the frustration because you could imagine going back and looking at the film, which they all have access to. It's like, man, game's pr- pretty much decided at that point. Yeah. And, you know, grass ain't always greener. I think that's an important thing to think about. Like, yeah. you're going to leave the 49ers and go somewhere where you have more success? Yeah, where are you going to go? I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. People are going to be a lot more on you if you don't have Debo and Christian McCaffrey in that offense as well. And Kittle. Bless you. Thank now, you. The chances second. are they're going to franchise tag him for the record. Realistically, yes. Yeah. Now the second thing. John Feliciano responds by saying, Eagles Jalen Carter threatened to murder him and his kids. That's the headline I saw first. But I go what? back. Eagles defensive lineman Jalen Carter says 49ers offensive lineman John Feliciano was talking trash on my dead teammate during week 13 game for context. And we talked about this at the time, but Georgia speeding issues. (laughs) That was a whole problem. Somebody died in a car crash when Jalen Carter was at Florida and that was 
bringing up a whole lot of thing. It was all over the media, all over online, all that stuff. So to truncate it so I don't have to read everything, John Feliciano said that Jalen Carter got a flag in a game. John Feliciano started laughing at him because he got a flag, and Jalen Carter threatened to murder him and his family, (laughs) which is like, okay, unhinged, insane, about laughing over a flag, insane. Um, To clap back at him, and I'm going to go in here and I I will. (laughs) Dude told me he's going to murder me and my kids and would never see me again three times because I was laughing after getting a flag. I said, I believe you already got a body, is what he said, because of his dead teammate, which is heavy. Rough. So Jalen Carter continued for a week's posting about his family, reaching out to his friends. So he's saying if, if, you know, if he's going to dish all that shit, then you should be able to take it, which I agree with. Feliciano said he was going to apologize until Jalen Carter started posting about his family and reaching out to his friends and talking about all that stuff, which is insane. So this obviously isn't a full John Feliciano problem, but two different times making bad decisions is a little strange. Why why is this fucking guy a king of drama on the Twitterverse? He's he's a fucking drama queen for a 32-year-old. Typical fucking... Feliciano, typical fucking early 30s grease ball who's got yeah. too much time on his hand. I mean, like, oh, well, fuck this guy. And then, you know, Jalen Carter's out there. He's like, oh, yeah, you got a body, huh? And, and uh, like, yeah, Jalen Carter saying you're going to murder somebody's kids is fucked up. It's fucked up. Um, yeah. There's no doubt about that. You don't loop in someone's kids. And, like, why are these guys pretending to be, like, thugs? Right. You know? You're not going to murder hate that anybody. Shit. You're not going to murder anybody because you're an NFL player and you're making a shit ton of money and not to bring up a sad subject, but like you do end up killing somebody. You do go to jail for a while, i.e. Henry Ruggs, which is what happened. So like I.e. Henry Ruggs, Ray Lewis got away with it. Allegedly. Yeah, that's the thing. Ray Lewis did get away with it. So maybe they think there's immunity in it. Regardless, I think this is a especially if you're an offensive lineman like wide receivers. We see divas all the time. Guards. A 32-year-old guard getting on Twitter and being like, he should have got, he should have blocked Chris Jones. It's like, what are we doing? Chances are this, to people on him. It's like stupid. It's so stupid. Chances are this leads to the 49ers releasing him, I would assume, because they don't want that sort of sure. drama. The and bullshit. like, if you're trying to replace somebody on offensive line, it's a lot easier to replace a guard than a tackle anyway. So, you know, they'll be, I mean, maybe not as good as him, and I'm not sure what his statistics were this year regardless but you could probably find somebody else too i don't think it's gonna be that hard yeah we could look in his pff grades and stuff but that's just fine to me i mean jalen carter for a rookie season very successful yeah um you know in new news if we're talking about the eagles uh defensive line hassan riddick has requested a trade Mm. um so that's new in that sense but you know yeah guys threatening murder i mean let's face it Certain NFL players didn't even murder people. They murdered dogs and they went to prison, right? Yeah. So a lot of them, though. Hmm. A lot of those dogs died. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of those dogs died. I know they did. And it's horrible. And Mike Vick. That's a wild segue. (laughs) That's a wild segue. And to the point, (laughs) you probably shouldn't, and you'd never catch Mike Vick dead around the puppy bowl that's wild sorry and uh 
Just saying. Chances are you wouldn't find Michael <sighs> Vick around the puppy bowl. Yep. Not within 10 feet. It's like pedophiles and playgrounds. Just doesn't jack. Right. But with that being said, what the fuck? <laughs> I know. This is insane. <laughs> Just with that, though. So the puppy bowl usually happens the same time as the Super Bowl. And usually it's on Animal Planet. It's for the people who could give a shit about the footballs. It's for the intellectuals of the world that they're like, I'm not going to watch the football game. I'm going to watch puppies run up and down the field and eat treats. Which, and that's fine. For what it's worth, that's cute. a great program. It's a great program. It's cute. It's yeah. fun. If you like dogs, I love dogs. I'm a dog yeah. guy. I've owned many dogs. I don't have the heart to do it anymore because when they die, I get very sad. Mm-hmm. And I, I, as a grown man, I could say if I see a dog out in person, I get excited. Yeah, we were talking on the phone this morning, and you were like, "Is it bad that I'm I'm this old and I'm still?" No, I was in Target today, and there was a lady walking around with a pit bull, and I was like, "Oh, doggo!" And I pet the dog, and I want to part my day, which is great because I love dogs. I'm with you. I I love dogs, and we all love the puppy bull. Well, this puppy bull, there was an underdog. They have an underdog every year, no pun intended. And this year was a little multi poop by the name of Sweet Pea. Sweet Pea, apple of my eye. And then they did the most after the puppy bowl. They had the most just horrendous announcement out of pocket. Just completely just like, why could have waited a day, maybe two. Um, The underdog of sweet pea, the little sweet multi poo um, didn't make it Mm. and died. Recipe sweet pea. Dude, it's like What what the fuck? Poor sweet pea. <laughs> and like also, you know, I don't know if they have like I guess it's good because they're like in remembrance of our sweet prince sweet pea. You don't have to put that on there. <laughs> you know? You don't have to. Like I would probably get along just fine the rest of my day. Without knowing sweet if pea. If I didn't pets. have Yeah. Cause she Four was so months. cute. She was a little cuter. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's pretty tragic. Uh, You can say that more players in the Poppy Bowl have died than than players in the NFL (laughs) in a lot of ways this year. So that's pretty fucked up. Um, So some are saying that the Poppy Bowl is more violent than the NFL. I'm going to say I agree. It's a dangerous (laughs) sport, and they should outlaw it. Yeah, you know, I I didn't think puppies and a little field of turf was going to be that violent, but man, puppies are losing their lives over this. The animal kingdom, brother. You don't know where it's going to happen. <laughs> I just want to know cause of death for old Sweepy. What happened? Yeah, I don't know. She was very small. She was very um she fits in like the like the pocket dog, like the backpack dog category. Was it like a Christopher Maltasanti thing? Yes. Yeah. She was Literally. crawling under there for warmth. And I said, and I did a bunch her. of heroin and sat on her. <laughs> That's essentially what happened. I mean, who knows that the producers of the Animal Planet or whatever the fucking channel it is. Now, did she die? She didn't die at the Puppy Bowl, did she? She died after it. Yeah. Like they pre recorded, I think. Yeah. Maybe. Rest in peace, sweet pea. That's Rest in peace to, to Sweet Pea. Yeah. And other news, Vince, in the lovely world of golf. 
and yeah. professional golf. This in your neck of the weekend, woods, young man. Yeah, and my neck of the woods was the Drunk Open, a.k.a. the People's Open, a.k.a. Yep. The, the Waste Wasted Management Management open, open or the wasted management open, yeah. which has now just become a spectacle of epic proportions for mm-hmm. um, college bros and college frat dads and the mothers and sisters alike to all congregate in one space off of a golf course, rain or shine, and get epically intoxicated to watch fucking golf. Yeah. Um, it is kind of uh is interesting because for example the masters is i would say a very gentlemanly event and very much so pimento cheese sandwiches and keep the wheels on the bus and i mean there's beers the there's beers and people are hanging out and i mean i was a little tipsy but it's like a little tipsy hanging out watching golf quietly being patient that's not the waste management. The waste management is have as many beers in your body as early as possible and go ape shit which is what people were doing. <laughs> I live within walking distance of the event, literally. Yeah. No, subtle flex. Yeah. I opened my curtains that morning of Friday, which Friday of the event, and you would just see packs of golf bros wandering through the desert with packs of Zin and Michelob Ultras. It's the Oregon loot. Trail for men in salmon shirts. <laughs> that is the greatest line ever. It is the Oregon Trail. It's like, yo, so I think we go this way, and then we'll be able to get in. So like, are we okay. going a hundred percent to the eighteenth green? Like, what are we doing? Like, what's our plan here? <laughs> so, like, how wet do we think it's gonna be today? Because I didn't bring grippy shoes. Yeah, I don't think these berries stick to the grass well. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's just like you saw him like pointing each direction. Like, do we go this way or do we go that way? What? Where do we go? Um, but uh, on Saturday, which is known to be the shit show day of the event, yeah. um, a record number of people were hospitalized with alcohol poisoning and taken out uh, via ambulance. The number right now, not totally confirmed, allegedly over 30. That's crazy. There's a lot of people there. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> That's insane. So much so to the point that it reached capacity on Saturday because allegedly they stopped scanning tickets. Yeah. And they reached over 20,000 people at the event where the fire marshal locally here had to come shut it down. And they also stop serving alcohol. Yeah. I mean, at that point, you have to because it's an actual threat to public safety, which I get. Correct. Um, a lot of players are angry about this. That Why? That was a thing. I have a nuanced take about this whole thing, which I will give you. Um, first off, you go to a public area and you're doing all this stuff. and We understand it's fun. Same idea with, like, festivals and shit like that. You know, people are going to get wasted. And that's what they did. And it sucks that, like, you know, a bunch of bad seeds or bad situations ended up, you know, killing it. Whatever. A lot of golfers were, especially Zach Johnson. And this is mostly a take on Zach Johnson because he pissed me off so much. He was getting so angry at the fans. And it's like, this is a one-time thing. So, as we said, the Masters is hyper-gentlemanly. 
for sure. Can't use your phone. All this stuff. It isn't rowdy. The rest of them, they're like, there's expectations. If you're going to go in there, you're not going to yell. You're not going to be loud. You're going to let people shoot their shot, whatever it is. This is the one thing per year that you can go and actually act like a sports fan at a sports event. That's literally what it is. And it should be right. that way. And Zach Johnson's just like, this is ridiculous. And like, yeah, people are calling for change. Maybe there should be a little bit of change. But I don't think that they should take away the actual like reasoning for this event. Like this event is supposed to be the fun event for golf. People go out there, they make a ton of money. Do they need to like have the correct amount of tickets and not let random people into the event? Yes, they got to fix that. Is there probably better ways to go about like, you know, farming people in and out and making sure that people aren't overserved? Like, yes, all those things are necessary. But there are people calling literally to be like, this should be a canceled thing. I'm never going to go there again. And they should like, you know, treat it like every other open. No, because who would give a flying shit about the Waste Management Open if it was just another one of those random tournaments throughout the year? I agree a thousand percent. I think that this is something that if you want to be Shooter McGavin, yep. then go play Augusta. And if you want that type of environment, go to the Prissy Opens, the private golf courses and all that good stuff. Right. TPC is not a private course. If you pay the money, you can go play if you're me or you. Right. So with that being said, I think that brings the allure to it where to the point it's the people's open. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's guys like Ricky Fowler on the flip side of all this who's like asking for noise while he's putting. Right. The Happy Gilmore's of the world. Right. Yep. Which I love that environment. And to your point, I think that if there's one event every year where it goes off the skis and it's a fucking shit show, so be it. Golf is not known for that. Yeah. It's good. I love it. It's good yeah. for the sport. It's like just like how in certain baseball stadiums, there are certain atmospheres that like, for example, the atmosphere of going to Wrigley Field is far different than you know going to a ball game on the south side they're completely different environments yep. one's a big fucking party where you're there to get fucked up and go out either during the game or after the game because people don't go there to watch baseball sorry generally not generally you, not yes you go there to party and have a good time and get out of work early on a friday and go fuck off and enjoy your weekend get it on the south side we watch baseball very shitty baseball, but we watch it. <laughs> yeah. And we're there and we go to the game and we usually go home. Yep. Um, well, and I when mean, they're not good, we don't go. So. Cause they got tailgate and stuff. So people will do it before. And then the game ends and then everybody goes their separate way. It's not like there's a shit ton of bars outside yeah. and some places have that. And some places don't, which is an exact point. And also Zach Johnson, this is another thing. He was he the captain. Dick? He's such he's so lame. So lame. Like he What was he the captain of? He was the captain of the Ryder Cup team. Oh, and he so. you remember the Ryder Cup this year? <laughs> mm -hmm. Remember how we got absolutely smoshed cuz he had all of his friends come, all of the intolerable friends that he has to be on the team and they all sucked. So it's like, dude, if you lose a Zach Johnson in the Waste Management Open, who gives a shit at all? It's like, oh, no, we lost Zach Johnson, who was complaining the whole time. And, like, that's the thing. It's like it's kind of like one of those 
Like, you know, player festivals, like Sox Fest and stuff that they would do? That's essentially yeah. what the Waste Management Open is. No one's playing this event being like, okay, I get to play in the Masters next year. It's not like it's the U.S. No. Open. It's the Waste Management Open. Have some fun. Don't overserve people. People were going insane. There are going to be, like, those people that just do insane shit. And, like, they shouldn't do that. They should get reprimanded for it. All of that's fine and good. But, like, people getting mad about, like, he's in the middle of his backswing. It's like, motherfucker. This isn't yeah. any other of like they're gonna. This talk isn't a Augusta, right? And like this even so, Augusta. like I kind of get that. And if you ask nicely, I kind of get it, but it's probably not gonna happen. But if you're just being like, "All oh, these people are so rowdy, and they should respect me for who I am," it's like no one fucking cares who you are. This right. is supposed to be fun. So, so Vince, it's a pack next year that we go. Okay, and I'm we'll in. Go and we will scream during everybody's backswing. No, I'm, I'm and, hoping Zach Johnson goes back so I can go back with him and use an air horn the whole time. Yeah, just be like, dick in the ass. Yeah. Just just be that guy. Be yeah. that guy right behind him. Or Punch will... him in the dick like the guy at the UFC is fighting. Punch him right in the Grab dick. Grab his dick. dick. Twist it. <laughs> or we just sit there like, uh, what's his nuts from Happy Gilmore? You will miss this putt. Jackass. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's just, it's like, don't ruin it because a couple guys don't like it and a couple people made bad decisions. Like, don't ruin the whole fucking thing. Yes, there needs to be change, but keep the intent and purpose of the event the same. Well, I will say this next year for this event is not going to look like this last year. No, but but it's just not. It was, it was really, it was chaotic this year. I get it. It it looked like a fucking frat party yeah like which is fine like go go do your thing but like once again i do foresee next year being a little less crazy now saturday is probably not the day to go if you're looking at attending this event i'd go during the week because it's a week-long event so as opposed to going to the day where it's cox's army you can now go on a day you know watch around a golf Go have a few cocktails. Enjoy yourself. I would like to go for the celebrity pro. I am. I think that would be a riot because you don't know. Right. Like Aaron Rodgers usually shows up, even though we hate him. Uh, But who knows? Maybe next year McAfee or something. I hate him as a Packer. I hate him as a Packer. Yeah. I don't hate him as a person. I hate him as a Packer. When he was a Packer, I hated everything about him. But now that he's not, I hate him as a Packer. If that makes sense. (sighs) He's kind of funny. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> he is pretty funny. I mean, hey, the world has warmed up to him because yeah. of the Pat McAfee show. So there you have it. Now, for sure. Um, so to divert off of golf and go into other sports that yeah. we, you know, talk so much about. We got to um, be more now that there's no football. Get ready. You got to get up. jacked for it, young man. Because it's a good to get time. basketball, Mike. Oh, yeah. We, we, we also got we also got the fucking Daytona 500 coming up on sunday buddy so everybody this sunday? buckle up it's no got i don't Boyer? No, it's, no dude give me come on come on i don't even what, know names anymore in the when's sport jeff but, gordon showing up <laughs> yeah once once jimmy johnson raising again oh no dale earnhardt supposedly is doing a last run junior hopefully junior's doing a final run which I, okay I just I like how is crop. senior doing it sorry that was bad. <laughs> I just might cry because God needed a driver. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. exciting. I uh, yeah. I I get excited for the Daytona 500. I'm not much of a 
NASCAR guy, but I appreciate those, you know, big well, events. You got to enjoy the Cup Series, you know? Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, there's a duel that starts this weekend, right? Duel? So, like swords? Yeah, there's yeah, there's the Cup Series. There's the, the duel that starts on Thursday. So tomorrow night, there's the Daytona International Speedway. There's the duel. Okay. So... 60 lap duels there's two tomorrow i swear to god the race is on sunday it could be it very well could be and if that's the case tune in because it's nascar baby yeehaw yeah um the nba talk about the trade deadline vince the nba trade deadline came and went the nba trade deadline was one of the least eventful trade deadlines in a long time actually you're used to like seeing teams that are not as good as they thought they'd be retooling and getting draft picks teams that are in the middle of the road teams that, you know, maybe they can not leverage their future as bad and get rid of some of the older guys on their team and get some draft capital back Uh, teams that are on my head right now. That didn't fucking do anything because like like the bulls. Yeah. Who who would have thought like these guys? Yeah. Karnasovas talked about it, and he said they weren't getting a lot for what they wanted. DeMarco Rosen says he wants to end his career in Chicago. Uh, Zach Levine's still on the team because he's injured, and we're going forward with the team that we have. So we're not doing the beard back this year. It's not going to happen. Keeping my beard because if they make the playoffs, it's going to be one of the luckiest things in the world. Now, they're not making the playoffs. I don't think they are either, and I hope they don't. Uh, that's the Bulls. Okay, so. Besides the snooze fest, Daryl Morey was in the news. So Daryl Morey, previous GM of the Houston Rockets that put together all those Harden teams that really almost won if it weren't for Steph Curry. Um, He is the GM of the 76ers now. He, first off, traded Pat Bev to the Bucks after telling him that they're not going to trade him. (coughs) Pat Bev's a little, he's a little, you know, He's a lot, I feel like. He's got to be a lot in, like, a locker room and on a team. Mm-hmm. But, like, to trade him to a possible matchup in the playoffs, depending on how Embiid is and all that stuff, but trading to a possible matchup is very odd. Because if there's one thing we know about the guy, especially because of the Minnesota thing, it's like, he's spiteful as fuck. And if there's anybody that's going to rile anybody up to get ready to beat the 76ers, it's Pat Bev to the entire team that, is more talented than the 76ers. So, like, what the fuck are you doing, Daryl Morey? Well, if I'm Pat Bev, I'm happy about the trade. First he was and mad foremost. He didn't know. He didn't tell him. Daryl Morey That's told him funny. he wasn't going to get traded and then traded him. <laughs> that is, in fact, a dick move because yeah. in life, we're not usually fans about surprises. If you're especially a GM, from just a... be like, hey, there's always a chance. That's I'd much rather live be. with that than. I'm not trading you. Don't worry about it. And then and you then get a call him. one day from your agent. And you're like, hey, we're going to Milwaukee. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, right. Um, for Pat Bev, though, it's not like he's not going somewhere where, you know, he's not an hour from his hometown. Yeah. So that's good for Pat. And then not only that, he gets to play for a contender. Mm-hmm. Not saying that the 76ers aren't there, but They're you know, Joel and Embi- Joel and B getting hurt now and, and that whole situation is not looking good because he's what he tore his meniscus. I think so, so yeah. he'll be out for at least six weeks. Yeah. That injury is very fickle where you're either back and you're a hundred percent or you As are a big man with a lot of weight too. That's got to concern you yeah. a little bit. 
you know, being there myself in life, tearing my meniscus, going through that injury, it, you know, how these guys get back in six weeks, I, I'm amazed. Yeah, truly, because it, depending on how, how severe the tear is, it can be almost, you know, more like two months to yeah. three even. So yeah, Pat Bev, I think should be counting his blessings because chances are he's going to go in the East with that team because the heat aren't, they're coming back a little bit, but they're not looking like they did last season. Yeah. There's one team though, Mike, and they reside in Boston, Massachusetts. Hey man, they got, and they always make it. They don't win it, but they always make it. I think this might be their year. Porzingis is playing off his ass. He fits he that team very well. Jason Drew Tatum's Holiday. a dog. Oh yeah. Drew Holiday, Jalen Brown. Yeah, it's a good squad. Um, Daryl Morey though, getting rid of Pat Bevan. He's like, let's retool. Let's reach out to the fucking Suns and see if we can get Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, or Devin Booker, to which the Suns said, no, dude. And then he's like, okay, yeah. let's call the Lakers and see if we can get LeBron James. It's like, this isn't a fantasy draft. Like, what are you doing? He's reaching. I mean, maybe the thought process of calling the Suns and being like, hey, what you thinking? You should be better... But like, still, like they're the first year with this team all together. Like, what are we doing? I mean, if I was the Thunder, they should have called and been like, "Hey, let's get KD back." Oh my god, that'd be so OP, dude. They're so good already. It's like, yeah, yeah. True. I, I, they made a couple moves that should help them out. Um, the West is a weird place right now, and I do think the Clippers are actually really good. I actually do think that they're really good. And they could do something as long as they all play. But just that, Maury being like, let's get rid of Papev. Let's look at other guys. And then it, it's crazy. That's like, dude, it's <laughs> it's kind of hard to compare. But it's just like, all right, we can't. Uh, Embiid went down. We want to be competitive. So let's try to get, like, two of the best players in the last 20 years. <laughs> like, it's insane. It's like calling the Bulls in 1998 and being like, hey, can you just – you throw us some Jordan. Like, what are you even gonna give them hey, for so that? We're pretty interested in this Pippin guy. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about right now? Huh? No. Yeah. No. It's chaos. I don't. They're not doing anything this year. He might have. See, the thing is, is not telling Pat Bev and Pat Bev having a podcast and being outward on the internet and saying, "Hey, Daryl Morey tells you you're not traded, and then he trades you." That can't be good for other guys going to the organization. Well, it just makes you lose trust. And yeah, why would you want to go play in that if you don't have to? Yeah, I, I just I just get so caught up with the Bulls. You know, you bring in these guys from Denver and they're supposed to be the second coming. And then, you know, Gar and Pax, I hate to say it. I'd much rather have them right now than what's no on the court right now. No, zero percent chance. No way. Why? Fucking at least rude. they won. Fuck. At least they got to they the playoffs. They hired Jim fucking Boylan, dude. <laughs> they drafted some of the worst guys ever, except for Lori Markkinen, who was good, and then put a coach in that had literally no. What about Jimmy business. Butler? What about Jimmy Butler? What do you mean they traded him because he couldn't they stand it? They drafted anymore. Jimmy Butler, though. Don't say yeah, I know. They got rid of him. But that was – got to remember, too. Jimmy Butler's like 32. That was eons yeah. ago. It was, it was eons 10 ago. years ago. Yeah. that's This is a different time now. They made some really brutal calls at the end there, and it all comes back to one guy. 
We know him, folks. We hate him here. His name is Jerry Reinsdorf. His son is more so involved than he is with that organization for the rest. Yeah, he li- quite literally created offspring that I hate too. So he's just the king head honcho of the worst fucking guy I've ever met. In my I haven't even met him. If I did, I don't know what I would do. I think I would just like attack him on instinct. Um, hey, hey, we're looking like we're getting a new ballpark. You get excited about that? Yeah. Who's gonna pay for it? We are. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the taxpayers, he's going to come in. Here's what we're looking to do. And we believe in this very greatly. Is it cold in and here? <laughs> is, it, is it cold off the river in the April months? I'm not too sure, but half the time I'm either in Florida or I'm here. Um, fun fact about Jerry Reinsdorf. So you cannot smoke at guaranteed rate field but since right. he is the owner he has his owner's box right and he smokes cigars in there mm-hmm. and they just kind of sweep it under the rug yeah well it's fine because that's not even going to affect him in the future because he's going to live until 140 so mm-hmm. speaking of jerry reinsdorf though spring training baseball coming to you my friend uh the white Sox posted a post today of pitchers and there was one, two, three, four, five, six guys in that post. And I knew one. I knew yeah, one guy. Yeah, I knew guy. Michael Kopik. That's it. Yep. Didn't tag anybody in there. It's like, our boys are here. And you're like, who? So it looks like it looks like the Detroit Tigers win the Central this year. No, I think the Indians are going to win the Central. The Guardians? Uh, I don't think they are. I think that the Why? Detroit Tigers, Every other year they have. The Detroit Tigers pitching staff is a squad. Their offense really turned it on the second half of the year last year. I can really see that happening. It's possible. We got a lot of time till that. Listen, as long as Javi Baez is on that team, I don't see them winning that division. Is he even on the team anymore? I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. He's he is Yeah, he's still on the Tigers. He's I mean he's that's the thing. He's not like his their main guy at all. He's going to be hitting like seven, eight, nine, whatever it may be. But regardless, maybe uh, it's, maybe it's the it's the two years of sports for Detroit because you know they had the Lions and then Michigan. So football, maybe this year is baseball. But listen, if the Detroit fucking Tigers rebuild and are back in the playoffs before we are, I'm just turning in my fan card. Oh, dude, they are. Guarantee you. One million dollars. This team is ass, 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 ass. And the Tigers are building something. They got torque. They got a solid pitching staff. Like, they have guys on that team that make a difference. They have prospects. They will. I'm telling you this now. They will. I think they're going to go to the playoffs this year. I do. Um, Did you see the Dodgers social media team, first off, snaps to you. Absolutely kills it. You see Shohei just hitting bombs in the in his batting practice. Yeah, you see his raunchy ass UCL scar on his elbow. Yeah, mm-hmm. looks like the Joker smile. But yeah, he's just in—he's in camp right now, just hitting absolute nukes. And then they Bulk posted their pictures, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I forgot that they got fucking Tyler Glass now, outside of Yamamoto. So we're looking at you know Walker Bueller, Tyler Glass now. Yamamoto, Clayton Kershaw's back again. James Paxton's on that team. And it's just like, dude, there's no fucking way they lose this year. There's no way. They're so fucking good, dude. They'll still lose in the first round of the playoffs. I don't think. 
I don't know how that's possible, dude. If you well, look everybody, at their, but, I'm, I'm dude, with you. They're always like this. But they're like, over under right now on FanDuel for wins, losses is 103, 103 and a half. Yeah. Because they've won 103 games, like literally the past two years in a row. Mm-hmm. But they fall when they get to the playoffs greatly. I just, so I, I can't see that happening. Just like they have why? Teoscar Hernandez now. They got Shohei now. They added Yamamoto. They still got Mookie. They still got Freddie Freeman. They got Will Smith behind the plate. It's like Gavin Lux is coming to his own. Like what? A, Max well, Gavin Lux is team? coming back because yeah. Gavin Lux had a horrific injury. He did. Last spring training where he got hurt real fast and. You know, that that's always really shitty to see. But, hey, Wisconsin's own Gavin Lux mm-hmm. out there, you know, just being an absolute dog. Wish he was in the White Sox organization, but that can't happen, you know. We'll see. You know, at the end of the day, I, you never know when a team's going to get hot at the end of the season in September and, and you see these guys, you know. I mean, nobody thought that the Diamondbacks were going to be in the World Series last year. Yeah, and I don't think so, they're this year. No, I think they're going to have a downturn of a year. When Drew Jones gets called up, though, yeah, watch yeah. out. That's I think they really might make the gonna... playoffs, but I'm not saying is. they won't make the playoffs. I'm just saying that it's going to be far more difficult now in that division, more so yeah. now than ever. For sure. Uh, a big thing happened in sports, but before we do that, you know, the weather's starting to heat up a little bit. You might be going oh, yeah. out. You might be wanting to look good around some people. Maybe you know for a special lady. Oh, who knows? Yeah, did you go out yesterday? Because yesterday is going to be the 14th. Did you go out yesterday looking like an asshole? <laughs> if you did, fix it up. And the best way to do that is to take care of your grooming needs properly. And that means using Henson shaving. So here's a word from... Our friends at Henson Shaving. This part of today's episode is brought to you by none other than our friends at Henson Shaving. If you guys have been listening to the show for a while, you already know that we swear by Henson Shaving. We've been using them for months and there really isn't a better product out there. The Henson Razor puts an end to shaving irritation and cuts while also making your skin feel comfortable and smooth. This razor is made by using CNC machines to aerospace standards. That's right. Rocket ships, people. That means it's made to very tight tolerances, meaning that the combination of how securely it's held and how minimally the blade is exposed delivers a smooth and safe shave no other razor can offer. It's literally one blade. Be be safe. Please be safe. They're very sharp. You twist on the top and you get to work. It's that easy. You remember the beard bet? You remember me shaving off the whole thing. If you need to watch somebody use it, go on my Instagram and check it out because it's really that easy. Cost ownership averages $88.20 every two years, which is essentially $177 less than normal cartridge razors. They're sustainable. It's precise. It's Henson shaving. It's got a nice weight to it. It's made out of metal. None of this plastic garbage. So please use the promo code THETAXISQUAD, T-H-E-T-A-X-I, S-Q-U-A-D at checkout and you'll receive a hundred pack of blades free with the purchase of the razor. So you go on the site, you add the razor that you're looking for, and then you add a hundred pack of razors, you'll get those for free. For most users, this amount of blades will last you two to five years depending on how often you shave. So that promo code again is the Taxi Squad at HensonShaving.com. Go check it out. 
Kansas City Chiefs have won the Super Bowl. Mike, we've heard it before. Again? We've heard it before. Well, here Fuck. it is. Fuck! Sure. I'm sure the uh, Mahomes-Brady thing heats up, heats up even more, and we'll talk about the game in a moment. But you pose this question to me. I'll pose this question to you. Uh-huh. Given all of the things that happened this week, would you go to a Super Bowl, Mike? Would you? Fuck no. No. I don't I'm going to sit at my house with my friends. I'm going to watch the game on television the way the game was intended yep. to be watched, and I'm going to get a little drinky poos and graze the snack tables and fart and enjoy okay. <laughs> company and, and lay some bets down and yeah, just enjoy my time. I think and... you can probably rip ass in the stands. I think you're okay. To rip oh. Ass in the stands. <laughs> oh, my coolie would be open half the time. Gross. That's neither here nor there, <laughs> but I just don't think I'd want to go for the corporate onslaught of advertisements that is the Super Bowl and are, are you really there to watch the game or are you there for the spectacle the rest of it, it, it yeah. it's like the NFL fan in me I want to stay home yeah now would I want to go to the after parties after the game yeah yeah I'll be there Fuck yeah. bet your ass I'm in that booth with ice spice <laughs> You see me, baby, shaking that ass. You're not even the fart, dude. Um, <laughs> that fucking song. I hate that song. Um, I yeah, I never. Yeah. For us, and for especially what we do, like, I would like to go to the days leading up. True. Because you can meet people. We can interview people. We can like you know. Yeah. We can one day we'll be things there. Things of that nature. Like you know, I'd like to do that. I think it looks fun. I think there's too many famous people there. <laughs> like, it's like I'm wow. seeing all these random people just like, you know, cuddling up and all this shit. And I'm like, is like, this oh, like, 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 why is oh, Paul McCartney at the Super Bowl? Yeah. yeah, it's like you're English, motherfucker. <laughs> like, why do you care about the Super Bowl? And like every player tends to go there, even players that aren't in it. And like Baker was there and like shit like that. Like, it's I mean, it's fine. I think that long in Vegas, I would die for sure. I'd be dead at that point. Um, I think I would I probably think. enjoy it in a different place better. Like if I was in New Orleans or some shit, that'd be sick. So, yeah, no, that'd be sick. Yeah. Or even, you know, when the day maybe comes Arlington Heights, Illinois, that'd be sick, too. <laughs> uh, be there's many Super Bowls here in AZ, so maybe one day that's even plausible. What I will say, though, is... If we have to do this in any way when we are there as a news outlet, let's just have a suite somewhere mm -hmm. and just have a party in the suite and everybody's invited and we watch the game from there. I would like that. I think that, that seems like move. far more fun. Right. Well, because it's like thousands of dollars a ticket. Christian McCaffrey couldn't even get his family a booth because it was, it like was 10 million. G's a ticket. Yeah. Insane. Like, fuck that. By the way, by the way, I have a gripe to pick with the fucking Taylor Swift. Okay. okay. This woman is a fucking billionaire. Mm -hmm. Not million. With billionaire. Yep. Would it be? Cause. And why in the fuck is your boyfriend, the Kelsey guy, paying for your suite 
Granted, I understand gender roles. <laughs> but why the fuck is he paying for your suite at the Super Bowl when the likes of the Ice Spice, the Blake Lively, the the Jackson Mahomes, the rest of these assholes who are in this booth with her? Was Jackson Mahomes why, in there? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see him. Oh yeah, he was in there. They Brady wouldn't kicked let him, him out in. of his out of his uh, out of her thing at Vegas, her table he's, at Vegas. See that? He's just creepy. He is. He's a weirdo. I think they're that okay. whole family's fucked. The dad yeah, drives too. drunk on the reg. Yeah, Pat. Like, I mean, Pat's the one that's keeping it all together for sure. Um, I didn't know that that Travis Kelsey paid for that. I think um, he did. His family was there, obviously, too, and, like, Jason was in the booth and stuff, too, which was cool. But, yeah, that is odd. You think she would? She should, yeah. Whatever. Doesn't. I don't know how their relationship works. I don't even know how it feels he... to have that much money in a fucking relationship. <laughs> he was a winner in more ways than one that night. He, yeah. He won the game, and he got a real teethy BJ. So. <laughs> <laughs> the best meme of the Super Bowl was the teethy head one. Best, for just... sure. <laughs> For sure. For sure. But yeah, no, when that day does come, I, I don't know if I'd want to necessarily attend the game unless no, I could I'm be good. in a comfortable space. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, if it's free and I get to be in a box, like, yeah, I'll be there. But that's a long way away, I feel, if that ever were to happen. So I'd almost rather just be in because also getting out of there would be hell. Like, I just don't want any of that. I don't want to be part of any of that. Shit. No, no. Give me I'm some good. buffalo I'm chicken good. dip and a couch. I'm in. Buffalo sea dip. Maybe there's a slider. Maybe oh, there's a potential chicken nugget. Yeah, what did you okay. have? What did you have? What did you eat? Okay. All right. Well, let, let's talk about spreads, okay? Mm-hmm. So we had a great spread. Nice. We had a loaded baked potato dip. I don't know if you've ever had that. Yeah, fuck yeah. Pants, maybe on the way off. Okay. Um, Friend with a power move brought uh, KFC chicken strips. Okay. Wow. K the Kifk does a particular um Kif sauce mm. that is truly dynamite. Then we did uh we did chicken wings in the air fryer. Nice. Easy. Buffalo chicken dip, staple. Yep. There was a veg tray. There was uh Swedish meatballs. Nice. Take them or leave them. Yeah. IKEA. Um, and then I, there was a slider of some sort. Absolutely outstanding. How about you? Nice. There's a lot. Went over to my brother's. It was his birthday. So double. double Happy celebrate. birthday, Nick. Happy birthday to Nick Love, as it is. Um, we had a lot. So my mom made BLT pizza, which is so fire if you've never had it. It's essentially a BLT, but instead of being on a piece of bread, she puts it on cooked pizza crust. It's fucking awesome. <sighs> Yeah, this is a a recipe shared to her from family friends. It's bomb. So we had that. And then we also got Rosati. So we got real pizza. Very, very Chicago. We got Jewel Wings. And if you haven't had Jewel Wings, they're fucking bomb. (laughs) They are bomb. A Jewel Wing doesn't suck. No, not at all. We had like five different types of dips. There was like a seven-layer dip and a chili cheese dip and a buffalo chicken dip. We had burgers. I didn't. I couldn't even get to all of it because there was so no. much. It was, no. it was great. I I enjoyed it quite a lot. Very full. Yeah, 
What are you drinking on the evening of the Super Bowl? Is there a drink of choice? Were you drinking vino? Were you drinking beer? Were you drinking? I was a drinking presses. I was drinking presses. You're you're a you're a salty kind of guy. I like I like them. I really am. I mean, it, it, I had a drive that evening, mm. so couple presses. You know, got on the road legally. All of that. You know, got a boy. If I'm a man to choose, yeah, I don't want to pull on my homes. You know what I'm saying? If I'm a man. Don't Mahomes um, it after the Super Bowl. Yeah, definitely don't. I'm sure those numbers are coming out soon too. And Pat Mahomes senior, not junior. Right, exactly. Yeah. I just, you know, not a family trait. Regardless. Um, if I I mean, if I could have drank anything, I probably would have done like Irish whiskey and ginger ale or a nice bourbon pour, something of that nature. But Ooh, I had a drive. Had a couple presses. Hey, you had a drive. I get it. Um, I was around a horrible influence being my future brother-in-law, and uh, we were <laughs> throwing back some uh, vodka, vodka lemonades. Del- just delicious. You can't yeah. can't beat it. You feel it the next day. But, uh, yeah, I mean, hey, if anybody expected anybody to be productive on Monday at work, you had another thing coming. National right? holiday. We say it every year. Should be a national holiday. Why isn't the Super Bowl on a Saturday? Why is it Columbus Day the day after the Super Bowl? Just put it two at the same time. Just move them. I mean, a lot of people get goofy about the Columbus, That's you know, because he had a fine ground. And, you know, he did. But he also it's Italian American know, discrimination. <laughs> and this house, Christopher Columbus, is a fucking hero. <laughs> All right. In the words of Tony Soprano, in the words of Tony Soprano, end of story. All right, Bob. So good at it. Um, with that being said, let's talk about the game. Yeah, there was a game going on. So Reba McIntyre sang the national anthem. Fucking love her. I love her, dude. She she looks great She's for her bomb. age. Yeah. Would you? Would you? Yeah. Done. Easy. So, totally. Post Malone. Anyways, I, I didn't really like the post that Malone. I thought he was good. I thought he looked good too. He with the tattoos on the face and the metal teeth. I don't know how anybody could say that looked good, but okay. He was my third most played artist this year. Don't know how, but it happened. His newest album did get me in my feels, so I'm about I'm about post Malone okay. now. Took me a while. Sad boy vibes. Sad boy to, vibe. Most of the music I listen to is sad boy vibes. You, you kind of already know this. <laughs> yeah, like some of sometimes that's okay. You know, been on um been on a big hip hop kick lately. Just back to it, you know. I'm Back to the you know OG today. Today I was listening mm-hmm. to Tribe Called Quest. Come on, where are you going, dude? I was listening to uh, this is a little bit of squirrel, but I was listening to Birdman because there's a a video of Doug Collins, old Bulls coach, also many other, you know, he coached many other places, right? And Jalen Rose, did I send this to you? Yeah, what happened to that boy, dude? Yeah, so Jalen Hurts is like, I'm listening to Birdman. And he goes. And then Doug Collins was like, what happened to that boy? And I was like, dude, that's sick. Like, this guy rocks. I was like six when that came out, but I love that. Like, yeah. So fun. Okay. Here's a hip hop fact for you. Let's see if you can call it out. Okay. There was a group on that song. This is a two part question. So there was a group on that song. Yeah. With Birdman. Yeah. Do you remember the group? Clips. Right. Can you tell me who the clips comprised of? Oh, Jesus, because they had a song with JT, too. Oh, dude, I know this. God damn it. Yeah? I should. I don't. I should. They're twins. Yeah. I don't have it. It's out of my head. 
The Clips is an artist group of uh, two twins, brothers, Malice mm-hmm. and Pusha T. Pusha T. I'm an idiot. Pusha T known for Fuck going push. Mm-hmm. King push. Yeah. Push. I mean, Push is Damn, known I'm to really rap disappointed and be in myself. on the good music label, uh, hip-hop podcast. But back to the game. So yeah, this game came out very low scoring. Slow. Uh, slow to start and then progressively started working its way. We had a sports betting conversation before the game. We shared. Some yeah, why don't ideas. we talk about a little bit of bets? What were um, what were your some of your favorite bets on this game, Vince? Well, I bet heads again. Ding ding ding! Got it. Thank you, everybody. Hooray! Um, I did try to go for a triple crown uh, with Mahomes passing yards, McCaffrey running yards, and Rashi Rice with receiving yards. Did fail that one, sadly. Uh, didn't um, Travis Kelsey? I think he that one? Been, yeah, I think he might have been, but it wasn't Rushy Rice at the end of the day. Um, right. <clears throat> my favorite of the entire game was non-quarterback touchdown pass. Juwan Johnson, correct, was the one that did it? Juwan Johnson. Juwan Jennings. Jennings. Juwan, Juwan, Juwan Jennings. Johnson. Touchdown the, that yeah. game. Yep. Throwing touchdown, passing touchdown. Who'd have thunk if it? If they not win, he might, he might win MVP. Uh, right. He did throw a touchdown pass to Christian McCaffrey, and I did cash that baby out, and it essentially paid for my entire weekend. So I am happy about that. I don't win often in bets, but I did hammer Chiefs money line, obviously, because that's what we called last week, and that was correct, which was good for me as well. So I came out plenty over what I went in with, so I'll take that every day. You know, Vince said to take that bet, and I said I liked it, and I should have taken it. But by the time I got to you know, the event and all that, and what are you going to do yeah. for the anybody but to throw a pass? Um, usually that does happen in the Super Bowl. Um, and it was electric. Now, I had a couple different parlays that hit. Uh, one I'm very upset about. Um, Chris McCaffrey uh, over the receiving yards parlayed with uh, Travis Kelsey over the receiving yards. Both hit. Uh, got about plus, yeah. uh, but got about three to one odds there. Then I parlayed Marcus Valdez Scantley and Travis Kelsey over on the receiving yards as well. Um, so just a couple different receiving props. I uh, had Christian McCaffrey to score a touchdown, which is free money. Um, what was the over then, for MVS? Do you know? Do you remember? Uh, he was four to one, and I bet him to score a touchdown. Okay. As well. So, Hold I mean, on. if you had MVS this game, that he was kind of like a, a low-key sleeper to this game. Mm-hmm. But Jawan Jennings, who would have thought? Four receptions, touchdown, throw, touchdown, catch. I mean, man, truly impressive. Uh, what fucked me on one of my good bets, I had a three-legger, mm-hmm. and I had um, Mahomes over on the passing and okay. Purdy over on the rushing. Due to Brock Purdy taking a knee before the half, oh. they took away the, the half yard of his line of 12 and a half, and that <laughs> fucked me on the entire oh, bet. So first fuck. and foremost, bad beat. FanDuel, fuck you for um, counting half yards and kneels. It counts. Uh, for, I get it. it. It's stupid, though. It's stupid. It is dumb. That sucks. Um, as far as the game's concerned, Start off slow. 
Very slow. Uh, Zero points scored in the first quarter. Zero. It gave, and I was saying this to my brother, too, because he wanted San Francisco to win, and the entire time had energy of the Chiefs aren't the best team in this game, but the Chiefs are going to win this game. (laughs) And that happened the last three times they won a Super Bowl. It was like it does not feel like the Chiefs are the best team in this game, but, like, if it comes down to the line, who do you want to bet on? This is the argument I made last week when I picked them. I was like, I'd rather be incorrect on Mahomes than be incorrect against Mahomes. So I took him, and he won. Yeah. And that's how it always goes, man. Yeah, you know, it's really amazing as a quarterback when your offensive line can hold the entire game. Yeah, that's why he's and, good. Uh, and, yeah, I'm not saying that's why he's good, but it's just so apparent. 34 and for 46, 333 yards. Outside how of many that holding penalties? How many holding penalties did they Every prove? single play of every single game has a hold in it. And your rebuttal they every time is more there apparent was a than hold. Others. There was a hold. The Bengals, there was a hold. It's always holding. Is the holding going to get called is the question. Is the holding egregious enough? The Bosa won, sure. They missed it. What are they going to do? Go back and then call it again? Like, I, I, I get it. And, like, sometimes there are, like, cookie-cutter bullshit penalties that don't get called. I get it. But, like, you go into overtime, you can't blame the, the refs on that. You can't. The way that game ended, it was like, that was a bad strategic move. That's all it is. Well, I mean, nobody can say that if Kyle Shanahan decides to kick or receive, and, I mean, chances are you have better odds. You want to know what you have to do, I think, at the end of the day. Yeah, I'm so surprised he slept on that. Yeah, because um, all the 49ers players post game stated that they did not have a clue of the rules. Yeah. OK, so let's get into that. So it goes into overtime after a wonky ass thing. Also, there was one bet that I wanted to take and I'm happy I didn't. It was like each team touchdown field goal each half. And it didn't happen. So I'm happy I didn't take yeah. that. Yeah. Now, again, the 49ers seemed like they were the best team the whole game. What what did happen is the Chiefs did shut down the run better than I thought they were going to. And then, obviously, everybody was saying this, too, and this was a conversation across the entire board, where it was like, Brandon Ayuk, am I taking receiving yards? And I said, fuck that, Legereus need shut everybody down. And he essentially did that again. Like, Ayuk was open a couple times where it was like, yeah, he should have made that play, regardless. Legereus need is a dog. Um, okay, so overtime happens, tie game, they go out for the coin flip. My understanding, and I know you probably f- thought the same way. I thought I was like, oh, it's regular season rules. Because why would they change the fucking rules in overtime? Because they changed the rules for Patrick Mahomes. They always do. They changed the rules to go against Patrick Mahomes, technically. Whatever little baby boy needs. You technically, know? they changed it because he won that one game and it seemed what unfair. Whatever baby boy needs. That's not true because it doesn't make any sense. But Okay, continue. They changed the rules for only the playoffs, which first off – Make them the rules everywhere. Why is this not always the rule? That's my first thought. They shouldn't go into there and be like, oh, are there different rules now? That's stupid as fuck. So fix that, NFL. But they go off for the coin flip. And the rules for this now are both teams get a chance, regardless of the score. After that, it's sudden death. So if the first team goes out and scores a touchdown, the second team doesn't get a touchdown, then it's go, then it's over. But at least both of them get a chance every time. So this happens... The 49ers win the coin flip and they take the ball because 
That's how usually the rules are. And I thought that was a good idea. I don't think it's a good idea because both teams get a chance. And first question to you is, if you have a chance to have the ball last or you have a chance to give it to Patrick Mahomes, what are you doing? <laughs> it's the principle like in Madden. You know, you win the coin flip, I'm always kicking. Yeah. I want the ball at the half. Right. It's the same idea. So the 49ers go down and they kick a field goal. And once that happened, I said it to everybody. I'm like, it's over. It's done. It's finished. Like, there's no way. Because Patrick Mahomes in overtime in the Super Bowl. Like, I wouldn't want to give that to him. Regardless of everything. Like, obviously, he doesn't make it every time. But, like, you real like, did you have that feeling a little bit where you're like, oh, it's done? I thought to myself, okay, if the 49ers don't score a touchdown on this drive, it it's, it's probably done. not good for them. Because Mahomes, I mean, he's got he's got what it takes. Um, I do feel as if that they did get I hate to say it, man. It was like the Tom Brady effect. And I I'm a huge Tom fan and Tom used to get a lot of calls. So mm-hmm. you know, his time will come. Uh, I don't think next year they're going to be in a position to go back to the game. Um, two the in Chiefs. a row is truly impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, three in a row has never happened, but I'll tell you what, I'm not betting against them. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I I don't, unless they have a great off season and they have a great draft and all that good stuff. I just, Chris Jones is probably gone. Yeah. And a lot of guys he, on that defense are. Yeah, a lot of those guys on that defense are getting ready to jump. And George Karloftis is a dog, don't get me wrong, but a lot of the fact that George Karloftis gets his gets his rep is because Chris Jones is playing in the middle. So and Karloftis had a career resurgence a little bit when he got to the Chiefs, which happens to a lot of guys. So like Well, Karloftis was drafted by the Chiefs out of Purdue. Was he? You know, yeah, 100%. I thought he was on the Rams first. No, he is a Purdue lifer um and a great kid from indiana go figure uh hence the name Karloftist and the first name george <laughs> yeah so yeah uh, don't get me wrong i i do believe that they'll be in the conversation but you look at you look at the afc next year and the ravens are pissed more so than ever they're going to be making changes left and right to get back to that game mm-hmm. i'm not saying the chiefs can't do it but who knows it's going to be a hard road, but I don't think I'm going to bet against him because I think it's I would like way too. We'll get into way too early, but yeah. overall, I, I'm not going to lie. This was probably the best Super Bowl I've watched. And it was intense as fuck the whole time. This Super Bowl may have been the best Super Bowl I've watched since Tom came back and beat Matt Ryan. Yeah. I just don't know what it is with Shanahan, man. Who He's was, like I was going to say who, and who was the OC, man? Like. This is what sucks. So, and, okay, just to get this overtime thing done, Chiefs get the ball, they take it down, they score a touchdown. Andy Reid says, if we get the ball first and we go down and score a touchdown, we're going to go for two. So there's no way that they can win the game on any, on any one single play, which is what the 49ers should have done when they won the, the tosses to get it back to them to know what they have to do. If they go for two and score six, all the 49ers have to do is score a touchdown and they win the game. So, like, technicalities all that stuff Andy Reid supposedly according to the team went over this in spring or spring training excuse me training camp they went over it throughout the season in the playoffs before the Super Bowl they know what they're doing in that scenario 49ers don't know that 
shitty oversight on Kyle Shanahan and it ended up being his demise at the end of the game. This is a situation where Shanahan now is the he can get there, but he ain't going to win it guy. He's gotten unlucky and he's gone against the two best quarterbacks in the last maybe ever. So, like, you can't blame him directly for it, but it's also like if you don't win, you don't win. And that's the storyline that's going to come with it. It is what it is. He had to play some of the best. I mean, two Super Bowls, you got to play Mahomes. You lose yep. both times. And, you know, Mahomes, to the point, like, just an absolute dog, man. Mm-hmm. He he is proven, like, you can't deny the guy's greatness. He, he is there. But you can't really hate on Brock Purdy too much. No, Paul Brock he Purdy, had a good what you game. want to get a great game. 23 yeah. to 38, 255 touchdown. Didn't throw one pick. Yeah. No, I just feel like maybe if the running game would have gone a little bit different for the 49ers, they could have probably iced this game. But then again, they didn't score once in the third quarter. Right. So if they could have came out after the half and kept the mow up, I think this game looks a little bit different. But this is why they play the game. Now, something we should talk about is Travis Kelsey in the first half losing his fucking (laughs) mind on Andy Reid. Is that out of bounds? Is that? I mean, my, you know, my style of God, Travis, like that, you know, sometimes you get all angry and all that. I get it. No. Did you just call him my style God, Travis? Yeah. He's my style God. Right. I love him. All right. I'm going to throw up in my mouth a little That's bit. That's my dog. Uh, <laughs> dude, that guy rocks. Um, yeah, no, you can't freak out at Andy um, Reid after he get he got like knee surgery or some shit like not too long ago. And then he runs into him. Um, everybody that I was with. A lot of them are like Swifties that don't give a shit about football. So they were sure. like, and like, you know, we go online, you look at the discourse and it's like, oh my God, if he's this aggressive with his coach, like imagine how he is with Taylor. It's like, all right, first off, pause, motherfuckers. There's no way I that bet he's you doing he's this into shit. like some weird shit. I bet you she likes Could to be like be. choked. Could be, but like also him on a fucking football field to his head coach is different than him with his girlfriend off a football field. So that's the first thing. Second thing, like, yeah, shouldn't do that. He's an older man. It was also heat of the moment. And you see guys get pissed off at that all the time. Like, Tom Brady's fucking yelled at people, like, a bajillion times before. Peyton Manning screaming at all his offensive linemen. Like, that's how it works. Don't run into him. That's all it is. And in in earnest, you can yell at him all you want, but just don't run into him. Do you think he was yelling about game script? I think he was yelling because he didn't get the ball. Well, then go yell at fucking go get Matt Nagy's face. Somebody fucking beat the fuck out of that guy on the sideline. Agreed. Punch him right in the fucking dick. Can we just talk about the fact that fucking Matt Nagy won a Super Bowl? Fuck. Yep. Hey, man, that's what happens when you when you attack yourself to greatness. That's about it. So that's what it is. Bears aren't winning anytime soon. But I think uh, he he went on the savior. He could. We'll see about that. Uh, he went on his podcast, though, and he was essentially like, yeah, it was a bad judgment call. He's like, I was fired up. That's how it goes. And I kind of – that's my, that was my thought process when I saw it initially. I'm like, he's fired up. Like, don't fucking run into him, but he's fired up. Like, he's in the Super Bowl. Like, I kind of get it. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's between that or Leonardo DiCaprio doing cocaine on live television. That was wild. <laughs> we were all like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, like what was that? He's truly got his hat down. He's like, he's, he's I was like something dude, up that nose. You're in Vegas. 
You're with a bunch of celebrities. Problem. I was kind of just like, yeah, get after it, my guy. <laughs> get after the book, Shug. Yeah. Um, there's that. And then uh, the halftime show. Let's talk about the halftime Woo! show. If so you're a millennial good. So good. and you went to school or graduated high school from the years of 2008 yep. to 2000 and uh, like call it 15. Mm-hmm. That was your that was I, they, I am now old enough to be in a target demographic for a Super Bowl halftime show. And yeah. I'm old. Yeah, feel that. But I sang yeah. everywhere. You know, Usher and let it burn. Usher Raymond. You know, there was a bet. There was a bet that uh, he he was going to take his shirt off. Yeah, I almost took it. You should have. I know I should have. But I was like, I don't know know if he's going to do it on national TV. But then I'm like, duh, he's going to do it on national TV. Listen, I did all right. I'm not I'm not angry about my (laughs) my bet slip. So we can we talk about him fucking getting up all on the back of Alicia Keys with my boo? Like he got a little uh, he got up in there. Yeah. It's a performance, you know? I'm so his beats is like, that's little... how performances go. He's like, have you ever seen the first time they performed it together? It's the same shit. It's like, yeah, and they also have history and shit, too. So I my brother said that, too. He's like, dude, she's a married woman. It's like, dude, it's a performance. Showtime in, in the words of Swiss B. And then everybody thought Jermaine Dupree was CeeLo. <laughs> dude, I know. That's how you know. And like, maybe I'm too ingrained and like and like maybe you are, too. Like, I'm just knowing a lot about that time period. But, like, he came out there. First off, what's up with the ballet shoes? You see those things? He yeah, looked he like looked he was, like going he was to about Sunday to service. go to a fucking christening as <laughs> yeah, a little girl. Yeah, yeah. It was obscene. Um, some of the outfits were insane. But, yeah, not CeeLo Green, guys. That's why he didn't sound like CeeLo Green, because it's Jermaine Dupree. Different guy. Um, Usher has two residencies, or had in the last two years, in Vegas and in France. Usher is a... Born bred performer in the middle of performing all of the time. So when he came on, I knew it was going to be like a show. And the song selection, I feel, was perfect. On point. Like, and some people were like, why didn't he play like some of the other? Like, it's like, no, he stuck to like confessions. He stuck to his earlier albums. He threw a couple, like, when Love in This Club came on and they had the full band with like the fucking tubas and shit, like, bum, 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 bum. I was like, this is. Sick. And then, well, they do my boo, and obviously I'm freaking out. Burn, I'm freaking out, all that shit. The yeah. roller skates. Yeah, the roller skates, what man. What a performer. What a performer. And then fucking Ludacris walks out, looking like he's wearing shoulder pads. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he looked, Ludacris they looked, looked like, like a goofball. <laughs> no, they looked like fucking the Globo Gym. Uh, oh, and uh, Dodgeball. Yeah, yeah, they looked like the like Globo dodgeball. Gym guys. Yeah. The gold, they looked like the Globo Gym fucking purple cobras out there yep. at the halftime show. Where you just needed Dwight and you, you just had it. They would do it. Um, I mean, it was honestly awesome. Little John, it's just a hype train, absolute hype. Little train. John's just the hype man of the century. Um, that I, that was one of the better halftime shows I've seen in a long time. Yep, I think. I mean, it it's up there with some of the best ones in my opinion. Prince might be the greatest ever. Yeah, Andrew's um, up there. MJ's up there, but the yeah, Cole, no, I the mean the cold play that got stolen by Bruno and Beyonce is up there. <laughs> hey, Bruno, Bruno crushes man. Talk. I mean, the weekend was really good too. Yeah, but like, was but it I just, Usher though? No, you nothing's know? Usher. 
I just hate after every Super Bowl, like the connections of the demonic start coming out. It's like, did you yeah. see that Patrick Mahomes threw for 333 yards? Yeah. And if you look at the final score, it turns out to be equated to this. It's like, shut the fuck it's up. So dumb. People are reaching. Ice Spice oh. with the Upside Down fucking cross. <laughs> Ice Spice with the Upside Down cross. The I'm so sick of her, dude. <laughs> the conspiracies that Taylor Swift is a uh, high priestess in the Church of Satan. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a lot of fun things. People are reaching for it. Um, oh, yeah, they want to. A quick discourse on Super Bowl commercials. Uh, they are ruined. Yeah, what happened with Jesus and the fucking feet? Oh, dude. Okay, that I had a tweet that kind of you know made some rounds. I said, God, I've seen what you do for Kansas City. I want that for Chicago. We'll wash feet or whatever the fuck you were asking us <laughs> to do. Uh, it's just obscene to me, and this isn't like a take on all religion, obviously, but it is obscene to me that you would spend $7 million plus million for a spot in the Super Bowl to advertise the oldest thing in the fucking world that everybody already knows about instead of spending 21 million i think cuz they had 3 of them on you know world hunger or helping people <laughs> so like to make sure that little Dolores when she goes in and gives you 10 bucks it's like well we're going to spend this on a fucking super bowl commercial to wash feet like i don't get it it seems so anti like everything yeah. that they believe in yeah you you know if you got to advertise jesus I just thought the washing of the feet was a little interesting. Well, that's a you know? thing. It's like a it's a constant theme in the Bible. But I was. Just I understand. Kind of like I, that's what he. Yeah, he was a carpenter, and that's what he did. And yep. he turned water into wine at that wedding. And then the fucking bride was like, "I'm fucking dying of thirst." And it's like, "Well, we ran out of water." It's like, "Well, what the fuck? Why?" It's like, "Well, this guy just turned it into wine." We don't. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but either, either way, either way. Um, also the fig tree can't forget the fig tree, yeah. but with all of that, I, I don't disagree Yeah, That money probably could have gone to other things, but then again, you know, the world does need a little bit of Jesus right now. Cause it's a little fucked up advertising with- for Jesus at the biggest capitalistic fucking shit zone yeah. ever though, is a little kind of a contradiction. Yeah, I know. Little hey, at the end of the, the end of the day, most religions are business. And, you know, if you That's follow Catholicism or the Archdiocese, you could um, track that back. Yeah. Uh, also, look at Joel Olstein's house. Yeah. Anyway. I started on uh, that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just I could give a shit about the commercials. Um, it's become who how many celebrities can we get? Yep. Uh, Timu is a fucking hilarious advertising because half of Timu is scam products. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, like the Duncan one was kind of funny a little bit with the Boston guys. And you know that costs, you know, millions of dollars. They come out with all the commercials and they post it on social media a week before. So you already know what you're going to see. It's kind of just, it's played out. And it used to be fun. Like when they used to have like the crazy ass Bud Light ones or like, now it's just like oh. buy this Jeep, go to Dunkin' Donuts because you know Matt Damon and Tom Brady go to Dunkin' Donuts. It's like you're not selling any of this to me, and I think all the celebrity that surrounds the game, all the celebrity that you see at the game, and then all the celebrity you see in the commercials, it's just like 
It's literally a capitalist hellhole. Is <laughs> essentially how it feels to me. That's what like, the Super Bowl yeah, is truly becoming. And stinks. and my opinion, move it, move it to Saturday. Yeah. If Who I cares? had one, why nobody gives a shit anymore? Everybody gets a day to recover. Yep. The fuck? It's, what are we yeah. missing? Right. It's like, oh, we got to keep it on Sunday because of the sanctity of the game. It's like everything else is fucked up about it. Just move it to Saturday. You have playoff <laughs> games on Saturday. What's the right. difference? It, there isn't one. So I don't know. Commercials, whatever. No Usher, sense. great. Game ended up being really fucking good. And now we have the parade that happened today and the post party. Uh, do you see the video <laughs> of Travis and Taylor dancing to Love Story and everybody freaked out? Could, okay, can we talk about, like, how much of a narcissist she has to, like, that's the most narcissistic thing ever. It's well, your boyfriend. she didn't boyfriend. play it. Marshmallow did. I know, but she fucking was singing along to it and pointing to her puppy yeah. and all that happy good shit. And it's just like, how would you feel as an yeah. artist? Be like, yeah, yeah, okay. That's kind of, I feel like that's how I'd feel. I'd be like, I get it, it's my song. But I also don't know if I can put my head in the same space as Taylor Swift. <laughs> I yeah, think it's I an mean, impossibility. Me She's a megastar. Here's yeah. a fun question. Is she bigger than Michael Jackson? No. Well, comparatively, no. Because you have to compare with how many people are in the world and the ability of her, of her outreach. I think like he was more household for the amount of people but now, like, with social media, she just gets shot up to a million. So as far as people knowing who she is, like, yeah, probably. But I would say, like, sure. if he was around, she was around the same time, he'd probably be bigger. Either way, Jason Kelsey won. He, yeah. he really won. Bro, okay, so yeah. I saw <laughs> I saw this thing today that was a meme, and it was like, Jason Kelsey is like when you're playing a video game and you make create a player and you put on, like, the most insane outfit. Because they were walking into the club, and Taylor and Travis are looking clean as fuck, and then he walks in wearing Chiefs overalls and a wrestling mask. Hell yeah! <laughs> and I like that guy's the man. He when he met Ice Spice, he was like, "Hi, I'm Jason. I have no idea who you are." Like, he was living his best life. He's living retired life to a whole new level. I love that man. I do. I wish he wasn't retiring. I wish he could be a bear. Yeah, I I doubt he'd ever become a bear, and mm -hmm. you know. Good for him. He can. Eagles are dying. They'll make they'll make money hand over fist on that podcast, and they'll just they go around do. the country now doing podcasts, and doesn't matter. Yep. Um, with all that though, yeah, no, he's the vibes guy for sure, and I just love his wife. Just she's like, yeah, you act like a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's she's used to it at this point. Yeah, it's like my wife sent me the same clip today. She goes, this is me with you. I'm like, exactly. She's from um, Philadelphia, too, so she didn't even wear Chiefs uniform. She would, or you, Which Chiefs I love gear. that about her. Loyal as shit. That's a she wore right Cincinnati there. Bears cat gear because it's the same color. And then You got to love it. Um, yeah, the rest of them. I mean, I think it's great. Jax Mahomes got kicked out of VIP because <laughs> um, he was like trying to. He's like, listen, I'm yeah. with her. And, Brittany's and then Brittany's like, just like, out. Yeah, because she's past it. She's on Sports Illustrated now. She's friends with Taylor Swift. She's like, fuck this guy, which I don't yeah. blame him. He's bad PR. He was with her well, when she was spraying champagne all over people. She wasn't with her when he, she was with Taylor Swift. So, Yeah, do you think Taylor like looks at him and she's like, gross? No, I don't think she looks at him. <laughs> Probably nice. right. Probably right. Um, yeah, either way, where was Ryan Goss or uh, Ryan Reynolds? 
you know? He's probably like, fuck that. He's probably watching a soccer team in England and just let Blake Lively go. Either that or filming Deadpool 3, which, by the way, looks fucking awesome. Yeah, I think the filming's over with that, though, if I'm being honest with you. Um, The parade happened today. Before we get into it, really fucked up ending to it. There was a shooting in Union Station. One died, 20 injured. So rest in peace to that person. Like, the fact that that happens in such a joyous occasion is fucked up. And I wish shit like this didn't happen because it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be exciting for everybody. And then shit like this happens and you're like, fuck these things, you know, um, the um, the world is becoming far more radical scary, in this man. way where people are just I don't know if it's just mental health or what it is, but it's just fucked up world we live in right now. Yeah, it's scary. Just, yeah. Um, outside of that, it seemed like a really good time. Uh, I forgot who it was. I forgot who it was. It was one of the younger guys on their D. Uh, but he was laying on the ground with his shirt off and a bottle of Hennessy <laughs> in the middle of the parade. Just like, Ugh. feel that. I'm like, what a boss. They were all sloshed, obviously. Um, yeah. Mahomes guaranteed three. And then people were like, oh, no one's ever done it. Like, why would he do that? What the fuck are you going to say at the Super Bowl parade? Hey, I mean, we yeah, won two. We won two, but we're probably gonna lose next year. <laughs> like you're not gonna say that shit. That's crazy. Yeah, no, you're 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 riding high. You're on the horse. You're yeah. you're feeling good. Everything is Gucci. Yeah, you're. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Can we can we talk about the next day when they interviewed him on ESPN? He could barely oh open God. his eyeballs. He looked geeked out of hell. He was going to he Disneyland that clapped. day too. He looked clapped. You could tell Either he way. did nine straight hours in Vegas. You could tell that he didn't sleep a wink, and then he was like, I'm going to Disneyland. So he got brought to Disneyland with his family the next day with no sleep from partying in Vegas. And there's pictures of him at Disneyland. He's just like, <laughs> like trying yeah, to smile. Like, but Daddy, I want to I go to Animal Kingdom. Not yeah. now, damn it. He's like, this is fucking brutal. Um, but, I mean, that's the beauty of winning the Super Bowl, man. It's the beauty of being the best quarterback in the world. Um, out of all things and all the crazy media circus and all that shit, like, I'll give him his credit. Like, he's pretty in the middle, down the line, no matter what the fuck happens. You hear shit about his wife. You hear shit about his brother. You hear shit about his dad. You hear shit about Taylor Swift. And he's always just the same thing, which is good. That's what you need. Yeah, give the guy credit, man. I mean, at the end of the day, he's become one of the best quarterbacks of his generation. And now it's completely undeniable. He's 28. He retires today. He's, a, he's already a Hall of Famer. Him and Kelsey both. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, I will say this much. Joey B is watching this, and he's going to be coming back next year mm-hmm. with a vengeance. So don't write off the Bengals. They got a whole draft coming up. So is Josh Allen. Be... So is Lamar Jackson, baby. You got some angry-ass quarterbacks in the AFC right now. You got some angry people in the AFC coming forward. So with all that, Vince chose the Chiefs. I chose the 489ers, which is a very close game. Our season of football pickums is over. But, but with all of that being said, we wouldn't be a good sports podcast if we didn't give our incredibly way too early, early Super Bowl nods. So, Vince, 
in the year of 2025, who will yep. be representing the NFC in the Super Bowl and who will be representing the AFC in the Super Bowl? So Chiefs are going back. Chiefs okay. are going back. Chiefs are also winning it. Okay. Because why, why vote against them? NFC's a tough little thing. NFC's a tough little battle. Philadelphia's not going to be able to do it anymore. San Francisco is probably the betting favorite. But I want Detroit, baby. I want the Lions to go there. And if anybody's going to beat them, I want Detroit to be New England's New York Giants. I want Detroit okay. to be the only team that could beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. <laughs> that would okay. be sick. I like it. I like it. I'm in. I'm going to stick with you with your pick on the NFC. Yeah. But I don't think there is a chance next season that Joe Burrow isn't representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. You Bengals. want the Bengals so bad. You want yes, them so bad. Joey B went to one. He deserves to go back. Year four now. I think yep. he's back in it. What are they doing with that receiver room? I think they're going to definitely re-sign T. Higgins. Okay. They, don't, they, don't. they can franchise him. So, yeah. There's At the end of the day, there's no way he's gone. Okay. I'm with you. But it's the end of an era, uh, end of a season, so to yeah. speak, people. We have a lot of fun things coming up on this podcast. Year of growth. Year of goals. We have our first interview coming up on the podcast next, next week. week. Very exciting things. Check out our social media for that. You will be seeing that coming up. Very exciting. If you're listening to this on YouTube, please subscribe and hit that bell. Please. Leave a comment. Tell us how we're doing. If you hate us, great. If you love us, even better. And then while you're at it, you should share it to this is the year of the siblings. Share it to your siblings. Got Send us your own personal here. Jackson Mahomes. Maybe not, but <laughs> you got some siblings. You love them. Maybe you don't love them. Maybe you don't even like them. But share the pod with them. This is, could be something that could bring you two closer together. Is always on every major platform you get your media. And as always, we will be seeing you next week. Peace.